Hello listenership, welcome to week 21, week in review, episode 5, whatever. Look, I'm in a, a different frame of mind, and I'm not going to follow the script entirely, I'm going to sort of wander around a bit. So there were only three articles for the week, two of them were on Assange, one was just following up her, sorry, her Stella's arrival in Australia. The second was uh, where I attended the protest and march in the Sydney business district. And the third was essentially all of the things I wanted to say this week, which was the interesting articles, articles fading to black through the Durham report. So if you look at that article and you look at all of the references and links and the things that are being said, what I'm seeing is classic late stage empire. There is actually something going on within the power elite, within the US. There's lots of funny things going on. So the the US Intel leaks, or Spring Offensive Gate, as I called it, that's one window into a rebellion within the military and intelligence community. And then you've got that report from Move Alabama, a whole lot of sort of moderate rather than Warhawk People are leaving positions of influence. And still, you've got this rolling out of the same policy, belligerence, aggression, you know, more sanctions and and so forth. So you've you've got late-stage empire going on. They're just feeding the military machine money. They're not making anything. The U.S. is falling apart, basically, as Kunstler was saying in his article, Fade to Black. And it was really cool that Andre Martinov pointed me out. I used to read uh, Kunzler much more, and then I got a little bit less interested in what he was writing about, but it's really well expressed. Uh, so thanks to Andre Martinov for that. So I think that's what we're seeing. This is late-stage uh, empire. And so there's not an awful lot more to say, really, One interesting thing was to see Judge Napolitano have Patrick Lancaster on. So Judge Napolitano's building up quite an interesting uh, cast of interviewees to have on his show. So we've got the ex-CIA people like Johnson and McGovern uh, and uh, Schaefer and so forth. And now, you know, more independent journalists. And I think um, Patrick Lawrence has been doing a great job in terms of reporting from Donbass. So it was good to see him get a little bit of um, acknowledgement there. So that was a cool thing. What else? Here's a weird one. Australia is considering changing the supplier for the contract for its infantry fighting vehicles to be a foreign supplier and by that we assume that it'll be the US or possibly Britain because says the Australian government they need to be more lethal or something like this and I'm just going like that doesn't make any sense as far as I'm concerned it what they think China's going to invade Australia so this is more of this investment in military hardware with the theme that actually Caitlin Johnston's been really following up nicely on this. Her most recent article was about the 60 Minutes report, which is just laden with all of this warmongering and and lines like, 
what we need to do to ensure peace is to build lots of weapons and this other crazy logic. So it's the same, so they were seeing it in government policy and in this propaganda stuff that's coming out of 60 Minutes that she's reporting on really well. So there's a bunch of other little pieces going on, but the big picture story is late-stage empire, as far as I can see, and the US is hopefully going to wake up to what's going on and start making better decisions because what we do not want is an implosion of the US that'll have a very nasty effect on the global economy. Nasty stuff's happening anyway, but it'll just be even worse. So we really need the US to wake up a bit and start thinking more carefully about the consequences of their actions because I believe that... So if you look at things like the the call by various uh, nations from the global south and so forth that they're sick of this uh, the old P5, the permanent five, with their veto in the UN Security Council and so forth, the rest of the world's starting to see that the empire's falling and now's their chance to actually restructure things and change the you know get out from under the hegemon and they're doing it. This is the point about. Putin slash Russia calling for a rating ratings agency which is not dominated by New York or London. So there's all of this stuff happening. And there is a risk that the US doesn't wake up to what's going on and there will be quite a nasty global financial backlash. And I expect that that will hit everyone, but it will be shockingly bad for the West. It's already going to be bad for Europe. This is going to just get worse. And if it gets bad in the US, then gosh knows what's going to happen. So that's the sort of summary for me of that really that one article. Tried to put these sort of ideas forward. Lastly, I'd like to speak about the reporting I did of the rally and march in Hyde Park. And it was a great pleasure for me to attend the event because I've been reporting on this for over a year and a half and following it, the whole WikiLeaks Assange story, for years and years before that. So it was the first time I was actually there and I could actually see these people. I was literally only a few metres from them. I, I met you know, Scott Ludlam, the former Australian senator and so forth. So it was really it was quite cool to actually be there. And one thing I learnt was if you're going to be an independent reporter, it's it's quite hard work because, you, you know, I'm tr- I found out that this phone actually will take photographs and record audio at the same time. Cool, right? Because you're trying to record the speeches and take photographs of the people and move around and interview people. It's, it's quite, a, quite a bit to do. Uh, and I'm only just learning about it. So the other thing was, for me particularly, was when Stella was thanking the Australian people for their continued support and engagement, I actually thought, yeah, I mean, this is the only time that I've actually turned up to an event physically. But I've been banging this drum for over a year and a half now. And so I felt that, okay, yeah, I'll accept that, that thanks. So yeah, it was quite a, it was an interesting thing for me to actually not only attend attend the event, but also report on it and actually feel a part of it. And the, po- the point that they were trying to make, apart from the thank yous, was that they do feel uh, a political shift. And it's, the political is the important part of it because it's been a political case from the very beginning. 
and it won't be solved except politically. So, and there are there are signs uh, that that's a reasonable view to come to that there are major political shifts happening. Certainly, the unified political front from Australia's leadership is useful. There were the letters from a group of members of the US Congress. There's already the political organisation throughout Europe in Germany and France and Italy and, and so forth. And we'll see if that can be extended more in Britain. So we'll see where things go. But anyway, so that was interesting for me to attend that event. And that'll do it for Week in Review. The US is in trouble. Hopefully they wake up to it. Things are looking a little bit better for Assange. I'll keep my eyes on what's going on and get a couple of articles in the coming week. There's one I really want to do. So I'm working on more research to put that together. And then I think I'll do another sort of interesting articles type thing where I just grab a whole bunch of stuff and and put it together to signal what's going on. Who knows? It depends on what the week begins. Hope you're having a lovely time wherever you are. Episode 6, next week. Until next time. Mm -hmm.